microphone check 212 ladies and gentlemen welcome back to it's the bearded man podcast with your favorite the world's favorite bearded man they just don't know it yet Bay, what's going on ladies and gentlemen episode 23 has arrived gotta give a quick shout out to michael jordan lebron james and dylan daddy reese my roommate 23 episodes in we out you in the building we're gonna keep cruising along like i say every single episode because it's all about that consistency and your boy cannot be stopped the world wants to sleep on me and i'm just cranking up the heat we're just getting started with this next project okay ladies and gentlemen we got a special episode today with this being the four-year anniversary of purpose in the youth podcast august 31st 2020 right now as we record this podcast we're gonna have a freaking grand old time today i'm trying to hold back on swearing in case there's uh you know younger than 18 audience out there um but we're we're going out with a bang for purpose in the youth four years of that project it's closing the chapter today and officially opening to it's the bearded man what an incredible incredible day but before we get into the goodies i gotta get you guys up to speed with some housewarming couple things it's the same housewarming or housekeeping did i say housewarming Am I cooked? Am I that cooked? Well, the problem is doing these podcasts, it's 6.34 p.m. is that I've been working all day. My mind is fried at this point, uh, getting up at 5.30, and then now um, this is the end of my day. But like I said, consistency, we're not making any excuses. We're going to keep cooking up until this beard is known across the land, the land of the world. Housekeeping, episode 22 with Nolan Smith came out today. Incredible podcast, uh, really special podcast for me because he was one of the first people that gave me a shot when I first moved out to LA uh, back in September of 2017. And this was somebody that I was so inspired by from afar since probably 2010, 2011. I'd been watching him and, and one of the artists that he's been working with since day one. Uh, back when I listened to him, his name was Super Duper Kyle, but now he's known as Kyle. Most people know him for his hit record in 2016, I Spy with Lil Yachty, but I was an early listener to Beautiful Loser, and I've been supporting that project and him for a long time. And so when I first moved out to LA, uh, Nolan was one of the first people that I got to podcast with out here, and it gave me a lot of momentum going into this new city. You know, just having just moved across the country and being able to sit down with somebody that I was like inspired by, it really gave me a taste of what's going to happen in this city of Los Angeles now that I'm here. Um, and it, it just gave me the confidence that, you know, this is where you need to be. You just got a really good, credible guess. What else is going to happen? And we had some fire guests over the next two and a half years from him. So incredible episode with Nolan Smith. Highly suggest you guys and gals go check that out. It was the first time we hopped on a pod in three years. Um, and we talked a, a, about a lot of great things music industry and being impacted by COVID, being student, being a student of the game, uh, living a minimalist lifestyle. Um, and yeah, just some really good content. I'm so, so excited that we're finally getting the gears rolling with this podcast and things are starting to come to fruition. We're starting to get a couple guests under my belt. We got some more guests in the works. We got a pod already ready to go. It's, it's, things are happening behind the scenes slow and steady wins the race, ladies and gentlemen. Also today we had bearded wisdom number six, the little extra push we all need. And I'm sure you're asking, well, what's that push, Bobby? What's that little push that we all need? Well, there's only one way to find out. And you would have found out if you had been signed up to the bearded man newsletter, but you're not. So you didn't know, you didn't get any inbox this morning and you're never gonna know. You never will know. So if you want to make sure you know what's going on behind the scenes of the Bearded Wisdom newsletter, you got to head to itsthebeardedman.com right now. You got to scroll down. You got to sign up, put your name, put your last name, put your email, and I'm going to sprinkle some wisdom into your inbox every single Monday, 11 a.m. PST. That's three. That's 2 p.m. for my East Coast homies, and I'm going to jumpstart your week with some wisdom, okay? So make sure you go sign up. That was number six. We got number seven coming next Monday. Let's get it. Uh, last thing, 43 days of no booze right now. 43 days, ladies and gentlemen. Let's clap it up. Let's clap it up. Every time we get to another milestone, being another week later of doing this podcast, the solo pods, we got to celebrate these little successes, these little steps. 
I've just been taking it one day at a time. Went to a very low-key little house gathering uh, over the weekend. Not a party, a house gathering. is very six feet social distancing spread out. People were boozing and I was not. I crushed about four Red Bulls in about an hour and a half just to give me a little a little extra kick to my step. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to, you know, just kind of get a little loose. There was some music playing. I wanted to pop, pop, break out some dance moves, but I really ha- didn't touch booze and I felt great not needing it. I got offered a couple shots of tequila. I said, no, 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 not on my watch. No booze for me, not touching it. And uh, people respected it. Um, I think sometimes it, you give into peer pressure because we're like, oh, you come on, you just need to have a shot. One shot, it's not going to kill you. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight later, freaking, you wake up, your head's pounding, you're going, what the hell just happened last night? Um, but yeah, 43 days with no booze. We're going till the end of September as of now, and we'll see, we'll we'll reassess there. But as I've said the last couple of weeks, and I'll say it again, very, I'm being very productive. My mind is clear. My body still six pack is hibernating. Six pack, if you're listening, it's time to come out. Okay, summer's ending. The ladies are going to be going home for the winter time, and you're going to want to step outside. And it's going to be too late. So, six pack, if you hear me, come on out and play. Let's go. All right, let's get into the good stuff. All right, so whew, good episode today. So, Today, not only did I roll out the episode with Nolan Smith, I also rolled out the final episode of Purpose in the Youth Podcast. I'm sure all of you know what Purpose in the Youth Podcast that this is because I've talked about it and you probably know a little bit of my story. But long story short, I put the show on pause in October of 2019 when I took this incredible job with Liquid IV and I kind of haven't really said anything or put really any posts out since the time that I put the show on pause and it was a necessary pause and it really was a pause and I intentionally was going to go back to the show. A lot of things happened in the last 10 months, a lot of realizations, a lot of time for me to just sit and think in my brain and I started thinking about big picture, where am I headed, what's next and I was very firm on this It's the Beard of Man content. It was really in June, like I, I kind of had a feeling that it was the show was over, Purpose in the Youth, um, but it wasn't until... June when I started really thinking big picture for this podcast and just thinking about how am I going to close the how, how am I going to close this this amazing project um I thought about it I was going to I was going to do a solo pod at the 1 year marker of when I put it on pause but I was like that doesn't really mean anything it's like oh we're celebrating 1 year of the show being on pause time to end it doesn't make sense so I decided to cr- record a solo pod and I put it out on the 4 year anniversary of the project and I don't think there's a better day to have, you know, released that final episode and to close the chapter four years later. Um, you know, I still remember the day that I made the announcement and I went running around Boston like a crazy man, just like a dry run through the roof. Like, man, wait till the world sees what I create. And I, I did it. I created exactly what I set out to create on top of added in so much amazing other stuff along the way. Um, and so, yeah, it feels good. We closed the chapter. We put out that final episode where I recapped start to finish why how I got inspired to start the podcast and then kind of where I'm at now with it it's a beer to man podcast so today in honor of purpose in the youth hitting that four year marker I wanted to dive into seven lessons that I learned in the first four years of my podcasting career now seven I didn't just now there's let me tell you right now there's more than seven lessons that I learned in this podcast honestly I learned a new lesson every episode Hence the title of every episode of Purpose in the Youth. Uh, and I picked seven because I wanted to spread it out throughout the project. So the the project was 148 episodes of me interviewing a guest. There was other episodes mixed in, solo podcasts, group episode podcasts, what they don't see episodes. There was a lot of other content mixed in. But episode-wise, there was 148 we totaled. So I went and I, I sat down and I thought about what were some of the biggest lessons that I learned in the first 25 episodes, episodes 26 to 50, 51 to 75, like every 25 episodes, what's a, what was a lesson that kind of was stuck in my head or made sense when I think back on what was probably going through my head. So in honor of Purpose in the Youth, I wanted to talk about it today. If you happen to listen to the final episode of Purpose in the Youth, some of the lessons are incorporated here, but I started on a blank piece of paper and I wanted to make this, this is all brand new. This isn't repurposed content. 
Uh, this is literally you're hearing it as I speak now. So if you ended up listening to the final episode, that was really diving into a lot more of the backstory of just everything, starting the podcast, graduating college, blah, 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 blah. So if you want to listen to more of that stuff, you can go to Purpose in the Youth. It's the last episode. It's called The the Final Episode. Um, but today we'll, we'll go into seven of those lessons, and I think it'll be beneficial, and I hope it's it's some value, somewhat valuable to the listeners because that's the point of doing this podcast. It's for me to vent a little therapy session with the bearded man cooking up solo right now, the only person in the content crib. And I love doing this shit. I really, really do. And I won't stop until this voice is known across the land. All right, buckle up. We're taking off. So episode one through 25, what was one of the biggest lessons that I learned uh, through Purpose in the Youth? Easy. Just get started. The, easily the biggest takeaway that I had was was just get started. I spent like two months during the summer, three months of the summer, like slowly but surely putting the pieces of the puzzle together for the podcast in summer 2016. And to quote the wise Brandon Cohen, the founder of Liquid IV, he once said on a podcast, many of podcasts that I've listened to and studied um, when I was doing a lot of the, the content for Liquid IV, he once said in a podcast and it really stuck with me, starting is the momentum you need. Let me say that one more time. Starting is the momentum you need. The only way to create and get to somewhere that we dream of being, doesn't matter what industry, doesn't matter what passion, doesn't matter what your goals are, the only way of getting there is starting. And when you start, you start putting one foot in front of the other and slowly but surely that thing picks up momentum to a point where you don't know anything differently than to continue moving forward with that thing. So I think just getting started was a super important lesson I learned through those first like 25 episodes. Um, it's impossible to have like a perfect blueprint. I think back when I was trying to get things prepped and ready to go, I felt like I had to have everything figured out. I needed to have it all figured out in order to make progress. There's certain things that I could do ahead of time. Set up a website, you know, get some marketing material, some stickers, maybe make some t-shirts, build the Instagram account, start putting out some content, start putting out some trailers. But there's a lot of things that I wouldn't have figured out had I not started, such as learning how to interview people or figuring out how do I want this show to go. I can sit there all day, twiddle my thumbs, and try to think through the best strategy of how am I going to execute these podcasts but the only way I will ever have figured out what do I truly want to talk about, what what's the style, what's the format, is by actually starting. There is no perfect blueprint in the beginning. The best thing you can do is start and learn as you go. And and early on, I, I really figured out because you, to build that momentum, you need you need things to start moving. Right when you're first getting started, it's so overwhelming, and you just like it's kind of you kind of get anxious because you're thinking about all the things you want to do and you don't even, you haven't even started. You haven't made, you just made one step forward. And the philosophy that I've talked about many of times and I will continue to say, focus on those one to three wins a day. In those early, early stages, all I was focused on is what are the one to three things I could do today? I know I'm just getting started. I know I have no idea what I'm doing, but what are the one to three things that I can do today that's going to actually help propel me to the direction of where I want to go? And really going off of the get just get started, there's a lot of hurdles, a lot of hurdles that are going to happen. And you got to embrace those challenges because they will continue to show up. Two examples. One was an example today. I got a call from my buddy, Ryan Pod, who just launched his podcast, The RPD Show, The Ryan Pod Discussion Show. Make sure you guys and gals go check it out. Show him some love on Spotify. Hopefully it's out on iTunes by the time this drops. And the reason I say that is because he called me today launching his podcast uh, and he, it wasn't on iTunes. It just wasn't on iTunes. And, and he didn't know that you had to apply to iTunes to get that podcast up. And like I told him, as I said, Ryan, this is, you got to smile at shit like this because this is going to only continue to happen as you move forward. You got to learn now and accept it. The challenges are going to come. There's going to be things out of your control, but what you can control is how you react to it and how you make those adjustments. And so I was walking him through the process to actually fix that. But all that to say, challenges will continue to show up across anything that you do in this world and you have to embrace it. You have to kind of smirk at it because there's going to be some days that go really smooth and you got to go, can't wait for this shit to get thrown around because it's going to happen at some point. It's inevitable, inevitable. But per, for a personal story, when I think back to those early stages, 
episode two of the podcast, right? That first episode I launched uh, at my house in Chicopee, Massachusetts. I I was back home for the weekend, or forget I just I was just about to move back to Boston and start driving Uber full time out there, and uh, I thought that this was a good idea. So back then in 2016, SoundCloud was popping. It was popping, right? I think everybody remembers those SoundCloud days. That's when playlisting was like big and all that. Um, and so because of how you uploaded on Spotify, or excuse me, on SoundCloud, it would show you how many hours ago it was uploaded. And me being anal, uh, I didn't want it to show like this was uploaded six days ago and now it just went live today when episode two is supposed to go live. I wanted it to show like this episode was uploaded two hours ago on the date. I wanted it to look professional and look like it was actually rolled out in time. So I carried my backpack with me with my new episode and I go went and drove Uber for a couple hours before before the upload time of noon of Eastern time, Eastern Standard Time. So I get to a coffee shop probably around 10, 1030. I'm like plenty of time, dude. These episodes take me like 15 minutes at home to upload. No big deal. Well, I didn't take into consideration that this coffee shop had some shitty ass Wi-Fi on top of there was a bunch of people in the coffee shop. So when I went to upload the podcast, it was estimating like three and a half hours to upload. Now, when it said that, I was like, okay, bullshit. It's going to upload real quick. I I know how this works. You've seen it probably happen before where your internet's like acting up and then it like speeds up. It says five hours and then three minutes later, it's like, yeah, it'll be done in two minutes. I'm like, okay, no big deal. I wait there 15, 20 minutes, still going extremely so slow. I then have the realization that this episode is not going to upload. It's not my computer. It's not just a one-off with this coffee shop or maybe it was, but I realized, damn, this internet is not going to pick up speed anytime soon. So I jet back to my apartment, run up to my jet back, park to my park, run up to my apartment, connect to the Wi-Fi, start uploading, release it. It was like 15 minutes, 20 minutes late, no big deal. And then it was live. But it was like, a, back then I was like getting so anxious because I was just like, I just want this to look professional. I just want this to look real. And I'm like, what if there are people waiting and listening, like trying to listen and there's no podcast, like look like a phony. Um, and so that was just a good learning curve and then our learning challenge. And then from that moment on, I just made sure that that morning of the podcast rolls out, I'm not gonna go anywhere until it's uploaded. And then I learned about a thing called scheduling. What a beautiful concept where you could upload the podcast and schedule the day and time you wanted it to release. And then I never had to worry about it again. Just get started. Uh, episode 26 through 50, put in the reps. I know one of my past podcast guests by the name of Stephen Borelli, founder of Cuts, uh, he is a big believer of just put in the reps. And I love that. I think that is so key with everything. You just got to put it in the reps. Easier way to say it is stay consistent, but you know, got to spice it up a little bit. How many times have I said stay consistent in some of these podcasts? Probably a lot. Put in the reps. It's starting is the momentum that we need, that we need the momentum to keep going. And how do you keep that momentum going? By putting in the reps. So for me, it was showing up on a weekly podcast. I knew that every single Wednesday, the best way for me to put in that podcast rep, I got to make sure there's always an episode to go. That to me was my true north. I want to put out weekly content. I know this is the algorithm or this is the way to break into the podcast world, I need to make sure there's an episode there every single Wednesday. And that was my true north. That was my number one priority. Everything else in my life took a backseat. If I didn't have an episode ready to go, you bet your ass, I was sliding through DMs and I was hitting up people to like find somebody that was available to hop on a podcast. Uh, and that helped me you know, put in those reps and, and help me get a lot better. And I think too, going off of this is, Sometimes we have to be our biggest accountability partner. Everybody else has their own shit they're trying to figure out, their own goals, their own, their own thing going on in their life. Sometimes it's really helpful to have somebody that's like pushing you to do X or to improve on X, but that doesn't always happen. And even if it does happen, sometimes that person's caught up doing their own thing. So we have to become our biggest accountability partner because if we aren't our biggest accountability partner, we can't expect other people to do the same. So what I've always done in the past, whether it was podcasting, whether it's going to the gym, whether it was literally anything, I would schedule times of day and days of week where I have to do X. 
podcasting was a little tough because it, I was always making sure it worked on somebody else's schedule. But for Jim, it's always been first thing I do every morning. That's the first thing I do so that when I wake up, I'm not questioning, do I want to go to the gym or not? No, no, no. I told myself I'm going every morning at 6 a.m. It's on my calendar. You got to go do it. A great example of something that's more rel- you know, relevant to now is I put on my schedule these podcasts, these solo pods, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. every Monday. Every Monday night, I need to show up. And that's when I record these podcasts. So it's net for me, and I think I could do a solo pod one day talking about this. What helps me stay productive and what helps me with time management is I the, the few amount of choices I make in a day because I know ahead of time where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing at a certain time so that there's no question of me like trying to find the inspiration. I know it's coming. So I better take a sip of that inspo, find some inspiration through a podcast or something because I got to get this thing freaking rocking and rolling. So I think being our biggest accountability partner and scheduling out certain things that we're trying to work on, whether it's getting better at writing, reading more, um, whether it is literally anything that you're trying to put time and effort into, put it on your calendar. Once it's on the calendar, that's when you got to do it. Uh, on top of like putting in the reps, I think something that's really important is not letting results steer you away from your true north. Results of your progress should never steer you away. It can be extremely hard when you just aren't making progress that you wish you were making. And especially when you do make some big strides and it doesn't get recognized for what you thought it would get recognized by your peers or by the community online or whatever it might be, you have to let the numbers be its thing, its own. You cannot let it get to its head. And what I mean by be its own is like that is something that you cannot control to a certain extent. Of course, there's marketing strategies and um, you know, once again, this is like a content-related thing, but there's certain control things that we cannot control. And sometimes the way something is received or consumed isn't necessarily on us. Um, and that was one thing that I just, from the jump, just tried to not really get engaged with and not pay attention to as much as I wanted to see the numbers increase. And also, let me just say, maybe that's the wrong, maybe this was always the wrong way for me to look at it. Maybe that's why I never grew the podcast to a full sustainable like income was because I just didn't look at the numbers. And maybe if I had looked at the numbers more often and, and re-strategized other areas of my of my content, then maybe I would have been able to, you know, turn this into a career and into a living. But that was something that I had learned from Gary Vee early on. Like, don't let these numbers get to your head. Don't let it steer you away from chasing your dreams. And so, you know, I looked a few times and I'd see a you know, a couple like 20 or 30 plays on a new episode. And so it's like, damn, nobody's even listening. It's like, what does this matter? I go on YouTube and I see some of these other podcasters with thousands and hundreds of thousands of plays. Like, why? I ain't shit. But it, from the jump, I just, I just said, nah, I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to what the numbers are saying. I'm just going to follow my true north, putting out a podcast every Wednesday and getting better at it with time. And lastly, to go on with putting in the reps, a great, great quote from, from uh, Matt Coma, which I've talked about on this podcast already many of times. Confidence is born from repeated action. The more reps you put into something, the better you're going to be, the more confident you're going to be. And on top of that, the longer it takes you, it's actually beneficial because it's allowing you to get better at the thing that you're working on. So sometimes, yes, we get anxious, we get a little ticked off because we're not seeing the progress that we want, but you kind of have to check your perspective into going, okay, I'm not getting what I want just yet, but I have more time to work on the craft. So, you know, you can take the negative Nancy or you can be Mr. Positive Pete and and be be happy about it. So that's put in the reps, put in the reps. Episode 51 through 75, sacrifices are a partner of success. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, sacrifices are a partner of success. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Okay, so. We see where somebody is today, right? You follow somebody new on social media, you get introduced to somebody, they drive a fancy car, they have a big ass house in the hills, whatever it is, insert whatever is going through your head right now. We see where they are today, but it's very hard to really understand where they came from. A great example is this guy that I just started following on, on social media named Nick Bear. He's a fitness guy. 
He's the founder of this supplement company called, called B, BPN Supps. Um, Nick, BP, ah, fuck, I'm screwing this up already. Unbelievable. Anyway, I, I follow him two months ago. I see where he's at. He's crushing it. He's got like a, a huge like headquarters in Texas. He's got, multi, you know, I don't know, dozen employees. He's got his own shipping station. I mean, these guys are moving pallets of product all day long. But what I love about this guy and something that really has inspired me is that this is 2020 right now, shittiest year of all time. Um, but what he does is he shares a lot of his content from like 2012, 2013. And I've gotten to see behind the scenes video is videos and pictures of where he was eight years ago when he first started the supplement company, when he was in the army and he just started doing YouTube vlogs and when he was selling and he you know invested $20,000 of the only money he had from a bank loan that he got and he bought supplements and he tried to turn that into a business. And so it, it constantly reminds me that we see where people are today, but we don't understand what it took for them to get there. And I'm sure there was tons of sacrifices for this guy, Nick, to get to where he is. I, I'm not I'm not guessing. I know for a fact from some of the content that he shared. And I think there's this is what I wanted to say next is that I think this is the plus side of social media is that people are documenting their lives in real time. And so we're able to now see the journey happen for other people, which I think inspires us to then go out there and have the confidence to chase after our thing. But we have to understand that there is no question about it. Sacrifices are going to have to be made. And I can't specifically tell you what your sacrifices are going to be in order to get you to where you want to be. It's case by case. It's all relative to the lives we live in and the cars we've been dealt in our life. For me, for example, some of the biggest sacrifices I had to make in building this podcast project would be you know, working every Friday and Saturday night. I punted my social life for three years. I wasn't dating. I wasn't going out. I wasn't meeting new people. I punted those week, those nights and opportunities to go out and have fun because I had to fund my project. And those were some of the biggest money-making nights for Uber where it, it wasn't like you made the same amount of money depending on the hours you put in. It was based on the demand of Uber. And those were where the money was. And so I always worked Friday and Saturday nights. And that was just part of... That was just literally like, it felt like no other option. It was like, it just became like my thing that I knew that I'd get done podcasting on a Friday, two, 3 PM, hop in my car, go Uber for the rest of the night, be done by 11 or 12. So that was just part of my sacrifices or, um, you know, it was continuously reinvesting the money that I had into myself and buying audio equipment, uh, trying Facebook ads, uh, buying other equipment, video equipment. Uh, could be literally anything. Sacrifices are a partner of success. We have to make them. It is non-negotiable. It's just part of it. And I think honestly too that as we get six more successful in that area or industry that we are, are passionate about, the scale of sacrifices just continue to come along with us. And so I think it's just the sooner we can accept that that's just part of the game of life that it's it's always going to be this or that. And so we have to choose based on our values, based on what we're trying to accomplish in our lives. You have to be self-aware of what makes you happy and it helps you, you know, determine whether there's the sacrifice needs to be made or not. But I think from 51 to 75, I really started to understand that because essentially my sacrifice was taking that leap from Boston to LA. I took the leap right around 50 episode 52 or 53. And so Mind you, yes, at the time it necessarily wasn't a sacrifice because I had always wanted to move to LA, but I wasn't guaranteed that this that the podcast would carry on. I just knew that I had to take that leap. And so I think without a doubt, sacrifices are a partner of success. Continuing on, episode 76 through episode 100. The journey is the reward. There's no better way I can say it. That was, once again, a great Great, great quote from the man of Gary Vee. That was something that I realized as I was having success in my own podcasting career. And when I say my own success, it was some of the guests that I was able to get on the show as I was growing the show and getting some bigger known guests that had, you know, incredible resumes of what they had done in their careers. There were so many times throughout that, throughout Purpose in the Youth where I thought, if I could just get X guests, it's game over. 
I'm going to blow up. They're going to share it out on their Instagram. Thousands of, you know, this person has 500,000 followers on Instagram. Perfect. At least half of those people are going to want to listen to my podcast because they were on it. And then I'm good. I'm going to blow up. Never happened. (laughs) Never blew up. I had people with over a million followers post my podcast. I had people with, you know, the 500,000 range. Something I really learned early on was it's not quantity of followers that matters. It's the quality. So I had guests, some guests with less than 100,000 followers do better on podcasts than I had than I did with somebody who did over 500,000 followers on Instagram because they just cared about this person differently. Um, but yeah, I, I it, there was never that one podcast that changed the game. Every single episode was a, was a step higher in the sense of like one more podcast under my belt. Some got more exposure than others. Some gave me more leverage to to reach out to other guests that I didn't think I had the leverage to reach out to. And I just be, I, it took me a long time to really fully grasp it, but I started to really just enjoy the reward of episode by episode. Yes. I wanted to make a full-time living doing it. Yes. I wanted to get some of these big, you know, big, big guests, but I was like, if I could just enjoy the process of one step at a time, brick by brick, getting on, getting these people onto my show then I'll eventually get to where I need to be. And if I'm going to be so disappointed in myself, if I'm miserable for three years building this project and then I get what I want and then I'm like, wow, I just spent the last three years of my life miserable and I now have what I've always wanted. And so I did my best to just enjoy the entire process. Some podcasts I didn't feel as confident as others and that was solely on me, just on the way I treat, how I approach the show or whatever it might be. Um, But I tried to just take it one episode at a time and let those little successes at one episode at a time be the fuel to keep me going through that process. Once again, not paying to the numbers of play, you know, not really paying attention or letting my energy come from how many plays per episode I was getting. It was just about get a new guest, get a new guest. And that's the, all the fuel that I'll need. And usually every 10 to 15 episodes, I, I think I would get somebody, I was excited to have every guest on the show, but there was always every 10 to 15, I'd get somebody that was like really established or somebody that I was like really trying to reach out to. And I think that provided me a lot of inspiration. Like, all right, you got this person. What's going to happen if you keep going up, oh, you'll get this person. And a huge, I mean, it, there's so many great people, but I, I think one of the biggest inspirations was episode 84 of Purpose in the Youth with uh, Chris Praff. Uh, Praff, I think it's, fuck, I might have mispronounced his name. Sorry, Chris. Drama. The world knows him as drama. He'll never hear this podcast. It's all good. Um, But this was somebody that I had watched on MTV growing up on Robin Big and Fantasy Factory. And I saw him start Young and Reckless. And then when I was getting ready to launch Purpose in the Youth podcast, he had launched his own podcast called Short Story Long. And so I had watched this guy from afar continuously put up episode by episode every week after week. He felt like my mentor, my my non-direct mentor, um, because I didn't have his number. I didn't even, he didn't know who the hell I was. And um, eventually, I was able to get him on the show. And it was an incredible moment for me when that happened because there was three people that really inspired me for Purpose in the Youth. It was Lewis Howes. He, he was the guy that really got me inspired to want my, to start my own podcast, it was Gary V who was giving me the inspiration to keep showing up and he kept the fuel inside of me. Um, he was like my mental coach. And then seeing drama with short story and long consistently show up, he felt like another coach to me of like, I'm doing this weekly, so you need to do the same. And uh, because of that, I just kept, you know, I I just kept doing the thing, podcasting. And eventually I got drama and that was a huge moment for me, a huge moment for my career. Um, you know, it's just somebody that I, from, if you ask me day one, who are three people you want to get on the show tomorrow, it was these three, it was Gary V drama and Lewis Howes. And had I not stopped doing the podcast, I am very sure that I would have got Lewis Howes and Gary V on the podcast at some point, not to say at some point I won't get them on this show, but it was an incredible moment to get drama. And I'd say the last thing about the whole episode 76 through hundred, the journey is the reward, um, Part of that takeaway was too, just the network of people that I was meeting was the biggest plus. 
similarly to, you know, every 10 to 15 episodes, I was getting a bigger guest. It was really just the people that I was meeting. It was just like absolutely incredible. Before we continue on, I'm going to take a quick high quality water break because I'm talking a lot and man, it is tough. Please tell me you guys can hear me gulping. Make sure to bring the water real close in the mic. I wanted you guys to feel like you were drinking the water with me. And my God, was that water cold? Put like six ice cubes in this thing. Woo! Damn, baby. That's ice cold. Episode 100 through episode 125. Keep going forward. Keep going forward. Um, very similar to putting in the reps, except at some point, it's no longer just putting in reps. It's you're, The momentum is full speed ahead. And... Along of with the momentum going, you know, just getting started, it's, it's hard. You're just pushing that boulder to get moving. You put in those reps to keep the momentum going, and then the thing is off to the races. But an important thing that I learned was that never let the highs get too highs, never let the high get too high, and never let the lows get too low. Always just stay right around the middle, okay? So there were some episodes like the dramas and some of the bigger guests that I got, uh, where my my adrenaline and my positivity just shot through the roof. I was just walking through life like the world was my oyster. And eventually a day, a couple days after, that that feeling comes back down to normal because you're on to the next thing. As, as stubborn as humans are, we, we want these things in our lives. We do anything to get it, and then we're slowly on to the next thing. And so I'd have those moments where I was extremely high, I'd be driving around Uber, like, I don't know, I'll do this thing all day, like, we're on the right path, and we were on the right path, but then those highs would come down, and I was just, like, very mellow. And then there were those times where if I didn't execute the podcast correctly or something didn't go right, um, my, my, my energy would go back down. And so I try to do my best to continue to move forward. No matter what, continue put out, putting up those weekly episodes. Excuse me, I'm purposing the youth. But make sure I'm just staying at that level playing field as as much as I can. Because it's very easy for to let those highs get too highs or let those lows get too lows. Um, and I think that just helps helped me embrace it all. Just embrace it, stay confident, stay humble, and just keep pushing forward. And just to remind myself that this podcast game, this purpose in the youth at the time was a marathon against myself. I think keep going forward also is part of not comparing myself to where other podcasters were or who, what guests they were getting. I was just staying focused on my little marathon, right? You had other similar podcasts, you could say, uh, where we might have been quote unquote fighting for the same type of show. But I was all about let them get their wins, let them get their guests. I'm going to just stay focused on who I'm getting. And this is a game. This is, or not a game. This is a race against myself. It is a one versus one marathon or one against me because one V one would be one against somebody else. I wasn't against anybody else except myself. And so I made sure to make those strides. I, I, I didn't sprint too hard. I didn't slow down too as often as I had to. And I just kept moving forward. Next lesson, episode one twenty six through one forty eight. Overall, be an optimist. This is, I think, one of my greatest strengths, and it's something that I've worked on continuously day after day for the last four years plus is becoming the biggest optimist that I can be, my own biggest hype man. I've done this because I needed to do this. This was my oxygen in those early days, and it has continued to be the thing that keeps me grounded and keeps me centered is being an optimist, choosing to see positivity in every situation. Even in, this, in, in the times when shit hits the fan and it's not going the way I want it to go or I plan for it to go, how? what's the positive? What, what, am I, what did I learn? How is this going to help me in the future? How quickly can I adjust? Because it's easy for us to let these negative thoughts slip in our mind and pull us down. It's so easy. We're not even aware of it, but these thoughts in our mind can be controlled. We, this is what meditation has taught me. We can actually control our thoughts. And if the way we think is actually the way we see the world, is the world happening to us 
or is it just happening the way it is? You know, like we, we can, I think I totally butchered that for sure. Um, but are we like thinking that the world's against us or are we just, it's just things are happening the way they're supposed to happen. Two different ways to look at it, but it's not easy for these positive thoughts to stay in our mind. We have to work on it. We have to continuously be our hype man, our hype woman. We have to be the optimist. We have to continuously remind ourselves, even before recording this podcast, I swear to God, I ate dinner, I pounded my chest, I said, let's go. The world is still sleeping on you, brother. The world is sleeping on you. They don't even know your your full potential. Nobody knows your full potential, bearded man, except yourself. I got fired up. I get fired up to do this because still, four years plus in the game, if I showed you numbers of plays per episode on this project and Purpose in the Youth, some might say not successful. Some might say he hasn't been able to make a full-time career out of this yet. He's not making money doing this. I'm just getting ready. I'm preparing for the war. Okay? The bearded man went silent for 10 months. You know what I was doing? I was getting ready. I don't think that it's it's a chance. I don't think there's a chance that I'm going to be successful in this podcast game. I know it, I'm going to be successful. I got a lot of learning to do. I got a lot more reps to put in. I got to get a lot sharper at listening. I got to get a lot sharper at asking questions. I got to get a lot, lot sharper with my vocabulary and the way I think and speak and share my thoughts. But I'm nowhere near getting in my stopping. I will not stop. Not until my last breath. I'm going to keep sharing my voice. I'm going to keep documenting my journey. I am my biggest hype man. And I need to be. I have incredible people around me. So thankful for everyone around my in my life. From, from the people that I work with at Liquid IV. To the people that I live with here at the Content Crib. To the people that I live with in LA. To my family that supports me 2,500 miles away in Massachusetts, South Carolina. I'm extremely thankful to have a roof over my head. I'm very fortunate. You could say privileged for the life I live compared to what's out there. For sure privileged. But I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. And I still feel like that. Four plus years in the game. And I still feel like I'm I just scratching the surface. When bad situations happen in my life, I find the positive. It's as simple as that. Great example was drama. I don't even know if many people know this. You can go watch it on the behind the scenes of the podcast on my YouTube. But during drama's podcast, we're 10, 15 minutes in and the lights go out. Everything. Now, immediately I go into like flight mode. What's that mode called when when risk like life... um, like when your life's on the line, I don't fucking, I should know this. Anyway, I go into like, uh, fix this shit ASAP mode. Let's call it that. And I just immediately went into, okay, what assess the situation. The lights are out. We don't know why. Um, but quickly realizing I'm not going to end this podcast. I'm not making him leave. I'm not going to try to reschedule this. I'm going to make this work right now. And so what did I do? I took down the blinds. Because we had the lights, we had the whole room blacked out for the for the production lights. Took down all the the shades. I opened up the. the luckily, I had two great windows in my room. Thankfully, lived in L.A. because the sun is out every day of the year, and we got the light in, the natural light. My neon sign wasn't working, but we made it work. The AC turned off. Luckily, my laptop lasted the entire time, and my camera died with a minute left on the podcast. But I. Instead of me freaking out and instead of me like getting frozen and not sh- not knowing what to do, I made best of the situation and I tried to be an optimist about what was happening in real time. We choose if we see a glass half full or do we see it half empty? Do you see a glass half empty or do you see it half full? I see a glass of water. I see it half full. Full. Not empty, full. It can be hard. I have to work on this daily. 
I still have a lot more room to grow to be an optimist, but I've gotten much better than I was four years ago. We have to be an optimist. We need to be your biggest high man. We need to control the thoughts in our mind. Meditate. Be aware of what you're consuming on social media. Be aware of the conversations that you have with the people around you. Everything affects the way we think. And the way we think is the way we see the world. And the way we see the world, I think, has a lot to do with where we go in the world. Be an optimist. The last lesson would be the 10-month 10, 10 break that I had before shutting down Purpose of the Youth today. And I think the biggest, biggest lesson that I had in that in this past 10 months um, with, and I was getting purpose, I was getting, it's the bearded man kind of starting the background of it, but it wasn't full throttle. Like I was with purpose in the youth rest is productive. That's what I learned in 10 months. Stepping away seems unproductive, but it's not stepping away can seem like it, but it's absolutely not unproductive. We need to do it. I did a recent solo podcast, um, that I called the five buckets of balance where I dove into personal relationships, career, hobbies and passions and finances. All those buckets need to be equal. They have to be equal. If you have all those five buckets of balance balanced, then our life is balanced. And for me for a long time, hobbies and passions, there was no there was no energy in that bucket. Finances kind of slight energy Definitely was just swiping away in that credit card trying to make it work. Um, relationships, if it wasn't business, I didn't care and I didn't put energy into it. Rest allows our minds and our bodies to sharpen. It sounds counterproductive. How Bob A, the bearded man, how are you going to tell me that laying on my bed and watching a movie is helping me get shit done when I have a to-do list of 100 things to do? In all honesty... I think when we step away from the work, and now this is from personal experience, this isn't just theory that I'm pulling out of thin air. I when I take when I step away from the work on the weekends, usually, for example, this past weekend, I did a podcast was wrapped up by 1 p.m. From 1 p.m. on Saturday all the way through until this morning at 5:30 a.m., I was turned off. The most productive thing I did on Sunday was build a. Uh, like a, a cabinet where I now am storing my equipment. Absolute pain in the ass that I got from Amazon. Thought it was a great idea. Not easy to do. But that wasn't work. That was, I, I, I knew it was a good challenge for me and so I did it. But when I woke up this morning, I felt more energetic. I felt more motivation and I felt more inspiration towards work today because I had stepped away and I only did I let my body rest, which... I try to do at least one day of the week. Sometimes it's not as hard and I and I do seven days a week for the body, which you can argue is not the greatest thing. But I try to make sure that at least one day of the week, I turn off my mind, I try to slow down the thoughts, slow down the chatter of all these constant thoughts that I have. I try to not think about work and I try to just consume art and watch things that are entertaining and talk to people and reconnect with family. And so I think rest May seem unproductive, but it's actually productive. I'm not saying punt a whole month and just lay around like a like a bum, or you know, you know what I'm saying. But take take time to rest. I didn't do that enough during these years of purpose in the youth, and I'm so fortunate that I'm able to actually do that now. And a great book that I read, which I can't even quote the book, and I was trying to think about it earlier. If somebody knows it, please let me know. There was a book that I read. And it talks about, it talked about how we need to sharpen the saw. When it comes to rest, we have to look at rest as sharpening a saw, right? If you're trying to cut down a tree, eventually that, that, that saw is going to get dull. And if you keep trying to saw it down, it's going to take you a lot of time, a lot of energy. But if you just took five minutes to step away and get that, get that, that freaking saw sharpened, and go back to the tree. Yes, you stepped away from the work, but you're more efficient now because you sharpened the saw. It's the same thing with our minds. If we step away, we allow ourselves to rest, regain some motivation, some inspiration. Now we're now we're excited to get back to it because we took some time off. I think we end up getting better work done and the quality of work is better because we're not burning ourselves out. Stepping away from 
what all this content for the last 10 months was what I needed to do to focus on my job with Liquid IV. I needed to focus on that and make sure that I was putting time, energy, and effort into that before I could get back into the game. Now with everything that's happening, now that I've, um, I feel very um, fortunate for this position I have at Liquid IV with podcasting and where we're spending our ad money, but I now am able, especially with COVID, to focus my free time dedicating to these solo pods, which I so hope you guys and gals enjoy, and I hope you actually made it this far. It was an incredible, incredible chapter of four years of podcasting with Purpose in the Youth, and there is not one regret. There's not anything inside. There's literally nothing inside me saying, "Ah, oh, should I be starting this? Should I not be? Should I, or excuse me? Should I? Should I? Should I be stopping the podcast? Should I pick it up where it left off?" There, life is all about mini chapters. I don't think that project needed to go any longer than it did, and I think things happen for a reason. And taking this job with Liquid IV couldn't have been better timing. And so I feel very confident with this decision to to stop Purpose in the Youth and seeing some of the comments on the Instagram, it got me fired up and seeing what people were sharing on social media. It's really awesome to see some of the feedback. And I'm, I'm imagining there's some people listening to this podcast right now that might have came from Purpose in the Youth. So if you are one of those people, thank you for taking the time to listen to it. Thank you for support and thank you for helping me get to where I am today. But let me just say, like I was just saying on my little tangent about eight, 10 minutes ago, I'm still just getting started. I still got a lot to learn. Still got a lot inside me to go. And this next project is going to be something beautiful. And still have a great vision of where we're going. But I'm very open to where this road takes me. So I hope you guys and gals are enjoying this journey as much as I am so far. We're only 23 episodes in, but we got a lot more content on the way. A lot more high-quality Beardman content. You feel me? If you guys and gals enjoyed this podcast, please, 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 one favor that I ask for you today, tonight, screenshot this episode on whatever platform you're listening to, share it out on your Instagram story, tag me at Bobay, B-O, three B's, four A's and Y. Once again, please, please, please screenshot this episode, share it to your Instagram story, tag me at Bobay, B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y. This is the best way to organically grow this podcast. It doesn't cost you anything. It's actually free. And it looks cool because it put you get to put up an Instagram story and some of your friends are going to be like, who does this bearded man? They're going to go check out the podcast. They're going to get some bearded wisdom. We're going to grow this thing from the ground up for real. Please do that today. It would, it would mean the world to you. Thank you guys and gals so much for tuning in. A lot more content on the way. I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, afternoon. If you're on a Peloton, keep pedaling. If you're out running, keep pushing. If you are writing a paper, bless your soul for being able to listen to my voice and doing that. If you're cooking, crank up that heat, baby. Get that food smelling good. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, just, just do it great. Be great. Have a great rest of your afternoon, night, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in to It's the Beard Man Podcast. A lot more content on the way. See you guys and gals soon enough. See you.